the word and great was the company of them that published it so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God welcome to the know your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord I am your host Bishop Fred A. Carwell senior now lend me your ear and let's go inside of know your Bible and hear God's life-changing word welcome to know your Bible Today's message, God Chose Us. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. It's simple in my mind why it's happening. I mean, you know you tell a man, grown man, that he can't get married. The little boys become a target. Paul told us in these last days there will be those forbidden to marry. But anyway, what happens in the process is that Moses disobeyed God. I want to come close to you right now. Because I don't think there's one of us in here that have done everything that the Lord told us to do. Because he remembers that we are but dust. You got that? So we have built-in flaws. And every time we don't walk according to the spirit, we're walking according to the flesh. But God is responsible for us having two natures. Let me explain it to you. When Adam fell, he became a natural man. Everybody that's born in this world is a natural man, a woman. Being born again now makes you carnal. Only Christians are carnal. And that's why sometimes it may seem easy to play between the flesh and the spirit. It's a war going on. But if a just man falls seven times, it's not going to avoid the anointing. Oh, help me somebody. It's not, it's not going to avoid the anointing. Because the anointing is that seal forever. Okay? You say it's a license to sin. You can call it whatever you want to. I'm tired of people just arguing with God. You better learn how to take it and run with it. Because if I sin, I want forgiveness. Now, if you don't sin, never have, and won't until Jesus come, then just don't pay me no attention. <laughs> but I think you're going to need some help before you sin. All right. Okay, so Moses was chosen. Okay, chapter 3, verse 7 through 12. So now Moses is grown, you know, and he was raised up 
in Pharaoh's house who was a black man. Huh? Can I tell you something right quick? But when he saw the Hebrew and the Egyptian out there fighting, he killed a black man and was raised by black folk. So don't you tell me that people don't gravitate to their own. But everybody want to jump my case when I start dealing with, you know, these social issues. It's the truth. Raised by black folk. Killed the Egyptian. And stood up for the Hebrew. And you ain't standing up for your own folk. Shame on you. All right. Hebrews, I mean, uh, Exodus 3, 7 through 12. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a large and good land, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Jebush is black, by the way. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Now, what am I saying? Moses, who was a basket case, who was put on a river and was raised in Pharaoh's house, had a calling and anointing on his life. He had no idea when he was the prince of Egypt that he would be going back down there in God's name to get God's people out of there. See, listen, you had no idea when you were growing up that you would be where you are right now in Christ. We had no idea. We didn't know that, but God did. Now watch this. God orchestrated our steps. That's how we met the people we met. God orchestrated all that. And he's still orchestrating all that. But looking at somebody, you can't tell where they're going to end up. And even though Moses led the children of Israel, over two million of them, out of one man who had one minister, Joshua, and led almost two, a little over two million people out, but he didn't know that he was deliver, a deliverer. But watch this. God used a man... That had killed a man. Huh? Look, because you used to get sloppy drunk and cuss people out and drive your car up in the door of the club, God can still use you. Because if he's looking for somebody perfect, 
He has already come and gone. He's at God's right hand. God prepares us for service. So don't let nobody put you in bondage to your past. Everybody got one of them. But your past has been washed away through the blood of the crucified one. You are not the person you used to be before you met Jesus. You're a new creature. Are you all getting this? So, so Moses was chosen. Let's take another step. Galatians chapter 1. This really blesses me because I know that uh, no matter how many people come against you, they're going to stumble and fall. Because when you're chosen, uh-uh. Everybody else going to be defeated coming against you. Because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Galatians chapter 1. Somebody say, I'm chosen by the Lord. Now watch this. In Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, are you there? Notice this. This is almost like a Jeremiah moment. And this is a reflection of what happened to us when we were put in our mother's womb. God sent us here. That's deep. And we didn't find out until the Lord found us. And some of you probably are hearing this for the first time. That ought to empower you from the inside to know that nobody can stop you from your determined goal. Because God has made choice of you. And he put the good stuff in you. And he ordained you. And he anointed you. For service. Watch this. Galatians chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. But when... It pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Now, let me, no, let me go ahead. Verse 16. To reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Now, I, I don't want you to miss this. In this 15th verse, somebody say, I'm chosen. I'm chosen. Before the foundation of the world. Before my mother's womb. God made choice of me. And nothing and nobody will ever be able to knock that choice down. Not even me. Oh, now that was something right there. That, was, that, that right there? That was, some, that was something right there. That, that, that right there? That was, that was something right there. But I need to show you something right quick. In this 15th verse. But when it pleased God. Who separated me. From my mother's womb. And called me. By his grace. Stop right there. Don't move another further. Stop right there. Separated me from my mother's womb. A successful delivery. Right. Called me by his grace. Right. Am I right about it? Yeah. But you need to see this. Tell your neighbor, you need to see this. This is what you need to see. Where was Saul of Tarsus? And what was he doing? And where was he going with that law that he was carrying? I ain't got no help in here. Because he, he was sure on the way to Damascus. He had surely gotten letters 
to go down there and arrest all them folk down there calling on Jesus. But notice this. He didn't say the Lord had called him by the law. He said, by his grace. He's admitting I was wrong. I was I was teaching the law and I and I held, you know, they laid the coats of those that stoned Stephen at my feet. And I was teaching the law. I learned it at the feet of Gamal. But then when my eyes were open, I found out that God called me by his grace. So what I've been teaching and preaching, now that I met Jesus, I got the revelation, I'm teaching grace. And that's why Paul was jumped on, shipwrecked, beaten. Because when you don't go along with folk, you jumped on, shipwrecked, and beaten. And when you learn better, you do better. And it's folk fighting the grace of God, salvation by grace through faith. They fighting it like Listerine fights halitosis. Huh? No. Call me by his grace. You know. So, so, so we, we need to understand it. Now, what if a Christian falls? Because I know it's a lot of discussion. People think if, if, a, if a saint falls, then God is through with him. No, God is not even through with Israel. Huh? When the last time you saw a Hivite? Huh? What about a? Yeah, them folk. And the bush that Moses was at was representative of the nation of Israel. It was on fire. It went through tribulation, but it was not consumed. So if God is keeping Israel all those years, almost 6,000 years, and he going to lose you on Allen Avenue, man, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You're going to get lost on Allen Avenue but from here to Fold Street. Saints sin, they mess up big time. Psalms 37. Chosen, man, we chosen. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But you dust yourself off, you get up, and you keep going. Amen. That's what the Lord said. See, people want to curve the word and put everybody under condemnation. Psalms 37, 23, and 24. If you there, say, I have it. See, chosen means God is going to take care of you. <laughs> that means he's going to take care of you. All right, Psalms 37, 23, 24. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way, right? Watch this. Though he fall, wait a minute, wait a minute, pass. This is the Lord's word. Though he fall. So he went with another woman. She went with another man. Now, this is stuff the church don't want to deal with. But it's repentance with God. I'm going to show you a scripture and show you, show you why. These things are so. See, the problem with a Christian sinning ain't God. It's the saints that know what he did. 
Shake the noggin, baby. Let me hear the rocks. Watch this. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Now, is that somewhere in your Bible? See, chosen doesn't mean God going to be through with you if you mess up. It means he'll chasten you, he will correct you, but he'll never get rid of you. Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24 and 16. See, if a brother be overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. God said, go get your brother. Some people think the sin on his life going to jump off on mine. You probably got some hidden sin somewhere. Proverbs 24 and 16. Now you have to be strong to handle this. This is going to grow a mustache. Watch this. For a just man, that's the man that's justified, falleth seven times and rises up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. Almost ain't no deliverance for the wicked. A just man falling seven times. Wait a minute. This doesn't mean one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven is the number of completion. God is saying, listen, the just man can make a complete fool out of himself. I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to pick him up. Because the Lord is able to make him stand. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's quit condemning people because they, they fall into sin or something happens like this and that. No. If you are spiritual. I remember Kenneth Hagin said one time a brother fell into sin and all the brothers was getting around, sitting around the table trying to figure out uh, uh, how to help the brother. And they was talking about who was going to go for them and talk to the brother who had fallen into sin. And Kenneth Hagin said... None of us were able to go because it wasn't a spiritual one among us. Huh? So you got to be spiritual to go and get your brother off crack cocaine, off marijuana. Because if you ain't spiritual, you're going to come back out there and say, baby, what I say? What you doing? I mean, you, <laughs> what, 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 what you doing? You going in there straight to get a crooked brother. Now you coming out crooked. You got to be spiritual to go get a brother. So in conclusion, man, God has solidified this thing. This is deep and this is powerful. I'm chosen in him before the foundation of the world. God knew my mama would name me Fred Allen. He knew that. He already, he knew. And listen, he honored that name. I can prove it. Saul on the road to Damascus. The Lord didn't call him Paul. He called him Saul. God will honor your mama's name, daddy's name, whatever name they gave you. But see, when you're born again, you got a new name anyway. It's called child of God. (laughs) It's called victorious one. It's called more than a conqueror. You got a lot of names. And failure ought not to be one of them. Oh, clap your hands, somebody. Now, let me show you how the Lord just locked this thing up. This thing is locked down. Listen, nothing can break it. 
Because what God does, it shall be forever. No man can add to it. No man can take away from it because the Lord has done it. Romans 8th chapter. Watch this now. I won't have time to go to uh, Romans eleven twenty nine. so just let me quote it to you. The gifts, plural, and calling, singular, of God is without repentance. Yes, sir. Amen. Man, God ain't going to ever give up on you. You can forget that. Jesus say, I chose you, you didn't choose me. But watch the depths of this. This is the last offering. Romans, the eighth chapter, starting at verse 28. This is the high watermark in Romans. And we know. Because we're chosen. So when we read this, insert, because I'm chosen. That's why it's working. And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. The call are the chosen. But notice this. Because there are some deep things here that you need to wrap your mind around. For whom he did, there we go, foreknow. Didn't God tell Jeremiah, I knew you? I foreknew you before you were put in your mama's womb. I knew you, boy. Whom he did foreknow. That was before conception. I foreknew you. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. These are heavy terms. What does that mean? Predestinate. That meant that he was going to put you in the body of his son, Jesus Christ, and seal you forever. Predestinate does not mean he chose some to go to hell and some to go to heaven. God is not willing that any should perish. Come on, walk, walk, walk with me, Lord. Okay? He foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image, shaped up just like Jesus by these trials. Don't you even think about quitting. Don't you even think about going back. Don't you think about falling out. Being confident of this very thing. That he who hath begun a good work in you. Will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's the rapture of the church. Okay. Now we got foreknowledge. We got predestination. We got confirmation. Uh, to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus was the firstborn, is the firstborn among many brethren. Why? Because he came back from the dead. Verse 30. Moreover, this is deep. Moreover, whom he did predestinate. You got that? Them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. You know what it means to be glorified? It means to be seated in the heavenly place <laughs> in Christ Jesus. We're already seated in heaven. We ain't trying to get there. We're already glorified. We're already justified. He foreknew us. He predestined us. He called us. And watch, watch this. You need to see God's determination in this. I'm getting ready to show it to you. Watch his determination. That's why, that's why the plan that God has for your life, it cannot fail. And what God has done for us already in Christ, it's already done. Listen to this. 
What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Now, now watch how to, watch watch right here how determined God is for us to know what He has done, so that we can rest in that. Rest in that is right here. This is deep. Take a look at it. Verse thirty-two. He, God, that spared not His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all. How shall He not with Jesus? Also freely give us all things. That's how determined God was. He said, listen, they hating on my son. You know, they mocking him. They calling him Beelzebub. They done all they can do to defame his name. But it ain't going to stop me from doing what I sent him to do. He didn't spare his own son. But delivered him up for us all. Then how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Ain't no good thing God is going to withhold from you that walk upright. Now listen. It may take a minute for it to manifest. But help is on the way. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting on a little help right now. But, but you know. Help is on the way. Okay. So whatever you're going through right now. And, and the devil is telling you you defeated. Listen. Look at the word. You are more than a conqueror. So, whatever you're going through, believe the word. Today's message, God Chose Us. FC 2671. FC 2671 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>